Welcome, I'm Doug Morgan, and you're listening to Uncommon Sense, where we hunt for the truth in the topics you're not supposed to talk about, Christianity and politics. It has been my assertion for a long time now that conservatives and liberals oftentimes speak two different languages. (laughs) For example, When a liberal says that we should be fighting for equity, they mean something different than you might think. Equity sounds good, doesn't it? I mean, it sounds like something that we should be striving for. It it sounds like something that we can all agree on. The problem is that the definition of equity to a conservative means that, that things should be fair and equal. The definition of equity to a liberal means equality of outcomes. You see, it's completely different. What is meant by by uh, equality of, of, of outcomes is the end results that have to be equal, no, no matter the variables. For example, the fact that the number of babies born to white unwed mothers in this country is about oh, 30%. But the number for black babies born to unwed mothers in this country is 80%. To to a liberal, this is unequal outcome. So there is not equity in these rates. To a conservative, though, we would say that there there are social factors that play into these rates, you know, not being equal. And you can't take one statistic and say that it's, not equal or fair. So you see, liberals and conservatives speak totally different languages oftentimes, and and this creates problems. It creates problems because words mean things. Shannon Holzer, uh, she um, writes for the uh, imaginativeconservative.org website and wrote this. I found it very interesting and wanted to share it with you. What's in a definition is the question. Defining one's terms is important, yet terms are often left undefined when speaking about the most important of subjects. In order to be understood, one should take great pains to articulate what is meant by the words that comes out of one's mouth. However, what if one is trying to hide what she truly means or wants to evade or evade a a revealing question. In this case, she may use words that are are vague and unclear. Furthermore, vague language is a a good use in furthering a cause or uh, convincing others of the truth or uh, fallacy of a um, controversial proposition, for instance. I believe that this is an abuse of language. Moreover, I believe that many in education and the political class and the media are are the biggest perpetrators of linguistic manipulation. One cannot deny that both sides of the political aisle are guilty. Yet it seems that those on the left side of the social issues intentionally evade Unvocal language. I intend to show that the political left abuses the defin- uh, the the definitional process 
in many different ways and on many different subjects. In order to show this abuse, I must first give an account of two different types of definitions. And this is, this is kind of crucial here. There, it, there are objects that are, that are words that we use to tag these objects. For example, an object that has four wheels and an engine that is used for transportation is tagged with the word automobile. There are also other automobiles that have two wheels. These are called motorcycles. <laughs> Another um, auto, automobile has an, an open container in its rear and, it, and it's used for hauling things. This is called a truck, right? <laughs> By now, you are probably thinking that all of this is obvious and, and trivial. And, and while it is obvious, it is most certainly not trivial. What, what, I'm, what I have, have given is an example of an essential definition. Essential definitions start with objects and show how to classify them by using their, their, their species or their genre, that type of thing. This is essential definitions. And it's the essential definitions show where objects belong in a class of like things. They show how something specific fits into a general category. One must remember most of all that essential definitions are always about the object or the thing being tagged. Another type of definition is called the nominal definition. The nominal definition has to do with the word not the subject, okay? To give a nominal definition is to show how a word is used. For example, in, in, in defining the word table, uh, nominally, one uh, would, would describe the different uses of the, the five-letter word. For instance, one could say that the word table is used to refer to the list of elements known as the periodic table of elements. Uh, he could also show that the word table is used to refer to a flat surface upon which items can be placed. You see, the, you see that the, the same word table, T-A-B-L-E, is used to refer to more than one non-identical object. More importantly, note that it is about the word, not the objects that, that words tag. It, it is this type of definition that many on the political left use to their political advantage on sensitive social issues. While, while there are more definitions than the essential and the nominal types, it is around these two types that most of the political sleight of hand takes place. Why is it that I believe that the liberal left is guiltier of linguistic trickery? Well, it is because many of the liberal elite deny that such things as essences actually exist. Um, essences are, are the, the whatness of a thing. It is the essence that makes one set, an, uh, one set of atoms, uh, cells, etc., a cow, and another set of at, uh, atoms, um, cells. You, you see, 
there can be like a, a cow and it's, it's really a set of atoms and there can also be a horse and that's an, another set of atoms, but they're different, right? Whatever this, this property is, it is essential for a thing to belong to the larger class of objects. For example, Doberman pinchers, uh, German shepherds, um, how about Great Danes? Um, the the uh, uh, all of these different um, animals they share an essential uh, property that that puts them in the genre called canine. Uh, if this property is not present, then the object, well, it, it does not belong in the class. Thus, even though uh, a tabby is a four-legged furry animal with whiskers. It, it does not fit into the category of canine. It belongs to feline because, uh, because that it, it is of its essence. One might say that it is merely DNA that places one into a category, and they would be partially correct. It is in the DNA. But why does a Great Dane's DNA and a Pomeranian's DNA belong in the same category, right? After all, Persian cats and Pomeranians certainly are of similar size and weight and are very fluffy. <laughs> on, on the other hand, Great Danes have short hair and are massive compared to their shorter, fluffier canine counterparts. And, you know, the Pomeranian, there is something similar and, and, and necessary that all instances of canine DNA share. Notice that I am talking about the objects that are called dog and not the word dog. If there, if there are no such things as essence, then there is no such things as essential definitions. All that we can, can speak about are words. Thus, when defining Great Danes um, or Pomeranians as dogs, all that is meant is that they are that they have the word in common, nothing more. One could imagine lobbying the zoology department at any research university to start calling Pomeranians cats, right? Thus, thus uh, broadening the use of the word cat to include small, fluffy lap dogs. It would it would seem, of course, that the the word dog would no longer apply. However. With nominal definitions, a Pomeranian can be both a cat and a dog. This is because one is merely saying we use the word dog in this way, and we also use the word cat in this way. What is what is not saying? Uh, what is not saying is that that one's pet Pomeranian is actually a dog, which is a non-cat and actually a cat, which is a non-dog. What is being stated has to do with words and not objects. Does, does that make sense? See, you see where this is going? By rejecting the existence of essence and using nominal definitions, the liberal can manipulate arguments over sensitive social issues into their favor. The, the, the following... Are, are, here of things, just, just let me give you a few examples of, of social issues where those on the left use their technique to evade truth. 
um, and they and and convince the the uninformed and and further their political agendas. First of all, how about rights speak? As long as words are left undefined, their meanings are vague and are left up to the listeners uh, or the reader's imagination. Many on the left have have manip- manipulated language concerning rights. It is because liberals make use of the nominal definition of the word rights in order to suit their needs. This is especially true when it comes to constitutional interpretation. In discussing rights, the political left rarely refers to natural rights. This is because natural rights assume that nature exists. <laughs> Natures uh, contain those pesky little things called essence. <laughs> and an essence lock one into a definition about objects and not words. And what I mean to, to say here is that though the, the political left denies essence when it comes to their own duties, they affirm them when it comes to others and other duties. And, and other duties toward them. Most often when one hears one on the, the political left speaking of rights, it is the, the context of what one is allowed to do. Like, you know, I have the right to free speech. The, the, the protesters will cry. Rights to do one thing or abstain from doing another are yelled loud and often by them. Rights, uh, rights talk is, is used to make a claim to that which is, is owed to oneself. Like, for instance, you owe me a living wage. Uh, you, you can't stop me from doing this. And how about, you must tolerate my behavior. These are all examples of demands that the left levels against others with rights talk. Uh, what one should notice from from all of this is that the, the left is not talking about n- nature of the nature of rights or their their essence or or what or whatness. Once one provides an essential definition of rights, he is confined to what that is. I mean, if if one defines the object right, then they do so by embracing the object that the founders called rights. That definition suggests that these things called rights are grounded in God's endowment. As as Thomas Jefferson said, all men are endowed by their creator with certain inalienable rights. These rights are also grounded on man's design. Uh, Thus, they have more to do with man operating towards this end or conforming to his design. Notice that this is this is not necessarily entail permissions granted or or demands leveled at others. If one speaks of rights in this manner, then he may not have permission to do so to do, to do what he wants. If the object we we call rights has to do with God's design, it may also show that others are not required to tolerate certain behaviors. This, this essential definition may also suggest that one owes a duty to others as a right. That is, 
If one has a natural right to do something, then others have a duty to not infringe upon that natural right. Uh, how, let, let's, let's turn toward uh, the abortion talk. When it comes to promoting abortion rights, the left leaves many of its words undefined in order to achieve its desired outcome, right? The, the first and obvious word that they leave undefined is, is right. <laughs> Liberals shout out that for this right from the, from the rooftops. But what do they mean? Does, does Hillary Clinton, when she claims that women have the, a basic right to abortion, have the same thing in mind as Thomas Jefferson's natural rights? That is, it, is, is Hillary truly claiming that God has designed women via their endowment to have abortions? Surely she is not saying this. Hillary suggests that abortion is a constitutional right and that the unborn do not have a constitutional right to life. Ironically, this doesn't carry much weight since, according to the left, there is no essential meaning to the words contained in the Constitution. Another word left undefined in this debate is abortion. When one consults abortion websites for a definition, providers do not describe to what the word refers or to what is being aborted. Like, the, like Planned Parenthood website states that abortion physicians, quote, gently empty the uterus, unquote, or use a, a curette for the removal of the tissue. There is no mention of what the uterus is being emptied of or what type of, of tissue is being removed during the abortion. The language is used to define what is happening to the uterus not to what, you know, what is happening to the, the, the pregnant woman or, um, or the baby. A certain pro-life group uh, used hidden cameras and microphones to show that Planned Parenthood was conducting abortions in an illegal manner in order to illegally profit from the sale of fetal body tissue parts. These videos were uploaded to YouTube. These videos, in, in some instances, were highly graphic in nature. Yet, when Congress voted to defund Planned Parenthood, House and Senate Democrats refused to watch the undercover footage. They, you know, had they, had they stayed for the, the viewing of, of the videos rather than walking out, they would have seen the actual objects called fetuses, essential definition here, right? And the result of an actual abortion. By not seeing the videos, the liberals left. Um, the, the, the liberal left allowed themselves to remain in the land of vague words that have no real object. Many on the left leave the word pregnancy undefined. You know, do, do women have a pregnancy, or are they pregnant? Rather than referring to the fetus or, or a child. Many clinics, language implies that women are pregnant with a pregnancy. <laughs> the Southwest Women's Surgical Center writes, quote, the size of the pregnancy has, uh, as determined by the un, uh, ultrasound, done on the first day, unquote. Pregnancies do not grow. Humans do. 
by using the word pregnancy in the above way, though, the the abortion provider or advocate avoids having to define another word that you know with which a woman is pregnant. Most often, the slogan "My body, my choice" is uttered in response to those opposing abortion. The slogan is part of a larger claim that the fetus is part of the woman's body. This, however, leads to well, obvious uh, absurdities. <laughs> For example, if the fetus is part of the woman's body, then she has four arms and four legs and two brains. And if she is pregnant with a boy, it means she has a penis, right? But, but women, or you know, to use a liberal term, a birthing person, um, if they are pregnant with something, the, the, the political left calls this a fetus. Yet, there is no attempt by the left to give an essential definition of the word. If, if there was, one would have to show to what genus this, this species belongs. An essential definition of a fetus would suggest that it is human, that, that it is a, a, a certain stage of development. And by leaving out the definition, the left leaves the uninformed with an idea that you know, women are pregnant with something other than humans. After all, if all humans have the natural right to life and fetuses are humans, then fetuses have the right to life, right? And further, if, if fetuses have the right to life, then the government has a duty to protect the natural right. Leaving the word undefined, though, allows one uh, allows one of two things. The abortion activist doesn't have to admit that the unborn have rights, or it allows her to avoid defining the claim that all humans have rights. Uh, the abortion debate is only one, though, of many essential subjects that the left leaves out or of which it misuses the definitions. Like, for instance, marriage. Marriage is another social subject that the left has benefited from, um, you know, nominal or, or non-existent definitions. And just as with abortion, the left leaves the words surrounding the issue vague, at best, really, and, and missing at worst. As with abortion rights, the left leaves the word right up to, uh, right up to the imagination or, or changes it to suit its needs. If, if one starts with, with the object, which we have traditionally called marriage, you know, one man, one woman, then he would see that same-sex couples are not the, not the same thing. Thus, why call them the same thing? Yet, if we use a nominal definition and start with the word, then we can apply the word marriage to anything we desire. If we use a nominal definition, then we can say anything is, is, is married. In the end, this does nothing to the same-sex couples in reality. They are merely called the same thing that traditional uh, conjugal marriages are called, even though they are not the same thing. This is, this is much like a, a boy named Sue, right? Calling a boy by a girl's name does not make him a girl. This brings us to the most current debate over definitions, and that is gender. 
the discussion over gender rights uses the same tactics that the previous two things that we just talked about that the you know, left-wing political pundits like to use. This is, they, they, they deny essences, uh, avoid definitions in general, and give only nominal definitions when pressed. Pro-transgender rights advocates comprise the most obvious case of the denial of essence. In order to assert that one is female because he identifies as one is clearly not the same thing as saying that one was designed to be a woman because she has the, the female genetic makeup. For the transgender community, the word female is defined by how it is used, not by the objects that were up until now called female. <laughs> Again, it is the nominal definition that is used. Advocates define the language of gender, not to label an existing object in a class of objects, but to define it by, by, low, by, by how they use the word. According to Bruce Jenner, for instance, Bruce Jenner is a female because the transgender advocates now use the word to include those who identify with being a female. In this class, I mean, in this case, we are not talking about a genetic makeup. There, there are indeed problems for the left that emerge from the denial of essential definitions. These, these come in in two forms. First, defining terms normally uh, anomaly infringes on on special interest groups that are traditionally aligned with the left, thus hoisting the liberal up to his, his own, uh, uh, up by his own petard. Uh, second, the, the approach to language leads to absur uh, absurd conclusions. Defining terms nominally infringes on certain special interest groups that are traditionally aligned with, with the political left. You may say, how, how is this so? Well, the nominalist approach approaches uh, their, their approach does not focus on the essentials and the essence of the object, but instead it focuses on the words, um, like like we, like we talked about. For instance, in, in when it came to the abortion case, one may use words to deny humanity or confer uh, humanity as 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 one sees fit. But what happens is. Now, if you if you say like for instance, uh, their 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 problem they're running into is that their their special interest groups are colliding with one another. So you may say, well, anybody can just identify as a woman, but then what happens to the women's rights movement? Right? We've done podcasts on this. What uh, then? Any man can take advantage of Title IX type protections now, right? Because they identify as such. Second, the loose language of liberalism leads to absurd conclusions. If one is male or female in definition, but not by nature, then one may also be white, black, or Asian by definition, and not by nature, right? I mean, the same problem as as above uh, what we just talked about occurs. Um, affirmative action requirements may be fulfilled by those who are Asian or white as long as they identify with being black or another minority group, unlike the the gender claims, the 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 fluidity of race has not gained much traction. Yet, 
if the left is consistent with how they use definitions, then then it would follow that just as gender is you know conferred by definition, uh, so too is race. Yet I don't believe that the political left is really concerned with consistency, though. <laughs> it, it would be a great you know, of great interest to me to see a a um, you know a, a white person, let's say that claims to be a black person and then uh, wants reparations because of it and see where that went. Um, but beyond infringing on the rights of, of their own special interest groups, the left uses the loose definitions um, and, 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 and they, they use it in, in ways that just simply benefit them. Um, in the end, it is important to define words and to do so essentially. It is certainly important to do so for clarity. If, if we do not make it clear what object we are speaking about, then we will be speaking past each other. On top of that, if, if we demand essential definitions, we will less likely be fooled by those who wish to use vague language to cover up their real intentions. It will also help to keep ourselves honest. By striving to use essential definitions, we will be limited, uh, limited to speaking only about the object being defined. This is a especially important in rights speech. Uh, it is far too easy to infringe on the rights of others by demanding one has the, the right to say or do something. And most of all, we will not be caught in the trap of trying to create reality with language. Instead, we merely have to recognize and live according to it. And I, 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 I so, so liked uh, what they had to say here. And I think it is essential, <laughs> so to speak, that, that we do that because otherwise we literally are speaking two different languages. Now you, you may have more definite, more definitions. You may have uh, more examples of this type of thing. I would love to hear from you on it. And of course you can always do that at uncommonsensepodcast.com. Thank you very much for, call, for, for listening. This podcast is a production of Morganite Communications.